Loving the created more than the creator. Brokenness caused by love. Part 4. 2 Timothy 3, 2 and 5. For men shall be lovers of themselves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. And verse 5 says, having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Loving yourself becomes dangerous once you love yourself more than you love God. Loving money becomes dangerous once you love money more than God. Loving a person becomes dangerous once you love them more than God. Loving anything becomes dangerous once you love it more than you love God. Give me faith to trust what you say that you're good and your love is great I'm broken inside I give you my life The story of Balaam found in Numbers 22 So the Israelites were God's people, right? Who he would have delivered from slavery in Egypt, and they were currently being led to the land God had promised, which is Canaan, which is a whole story of itself. But on their journey, they would have stopped and made camp near the Moabites nation. Prior to this, God had fought numerous battles for Israel and won, so the other surrounding nations were afraid of them. The king of the Moabites, his name was Balak, that's B A L A K. He heard that the Israelites were near and out of fear, he sent messengers to Balaam. Who is this Balaam person? No, Balaam wasn't a Obiaman. <laughs> Balaam was once a good man, a prophet of God, the same and only God which the Israelites followed. But he had given up himself for greed and covetousness. So, knowing the person he was, the king sent messengers to Balaam requesting that he put a curse on the Israelites so that they would be weak enough for the Moabites to overthrow them. Because imagine capturing the most powerful nation at the time. When Balaam heard the request of the king, along with its rewards, Balaam told the messengers to stay at his home for the night while he consult God about the matter. What really go on here, so you know, is like somebody put a gun in your hand and tell us if you kill an innocent and you go respond like, wait, they met me. let me ask God if I can do it. Balaam would have heard about Israel, okay? Just like everyone else, and he would have already known that Israel was under the protection of God when they approached him to curse them. You know, when you see the meme, would you live here without internet for a year, for 20 million, and the minute you see the money, you actually start considering the whole thing? <laughs> well, it was something like that that happened to Balaam. So in the night, God came to Balaam and told him not to go with the messengers to the king to curse Israel because they were his blessed nation. So in the morning, Balaam would have told the king's messengers that he would not come with them because God instructed him not to do as they would have requested. The messengers went back to the king and told him that Balaam refused his offer. The king in response sent back the messengers with even more incentives, a promise to promote Balaam to great honor in the kingdom. In addition, the king promised to do whatever Balaam says if he comes and curse Israel. Balaam, after hearing the new terms, responded to the messengers saying, 
Even if the king offered a house filled with silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of God. But again, he told them to stay for the night, just in case God had anything different to say. During the night, God came to Balaam. This time, he told him, if the messengers call him, he should go with them. But he should only speak the word that God puts in his mouth. The next morning, the messengers just left because they assumed Balaam would just give another rejection and send them back to the king. Remember, God said, if the messenger called, and they did not. Yet Balaam was determined to get the reward, so he got up, prepared his donkey, and went with the messengers anyway. Balaam's disobedience angered God, and on his way to the king, God sent an angel to block his path. God opened the eyes of the donkey. And when the donkey saw the angel standing with drawn sword, it moved out of the way, off the path and into the fields. Now Balaam was definitely confused and frustrated with the donkey because to him it was behaving strange and he had to keep beating it and directing it back onto the path. It reached to the point where the angel appeared again, this time on a narrow path where the donkey had nowhere to go and it fell down. Balaam get well grieved knowing and give the donkey one lick. He was hitting the donkey before, but this time God opened the mouth of the donkey and the donkey started talking to Balaam, saying, What have I done? And guess what? <laughs> Balaam responded to the donkey and was about to kill it when God opened his eyes to see the angel standing in the way. He instantly fell on his face and he said to the angel that he had sinned. The angel then instructed him to continue on his journey with the messengers, but only the words that God put in his mouth he must say. But so far, the scary thing about this story is not the donkey talking, but it's the fact that even if your will is not inclined with God's, if you refuse to trust him and his instructions, he will permit you to follow your desires and suffer the results. Balaam knew that what was being asked of him was wrong, but his love for power and wealth was more than his love for God, which is why even while rejecting the messenger's request at the first attempt, his heart really wanted to be granted the opportunity to go so he could get the rewards from the king. The donkey talked, and Balaam's first instinct wasn't to turn back or run away, but to kill the donkey so he can continue his journey in peace. This is why it's important to put God first. Balaam had no idea what lied ahead of him, but God did. Think about it. Wouldn't it be better for him to trust the direction of the person who knows the destination? We will look at what happened with Balaam when he arrived in Moab on the next episode. But I'll leave you with five reasons to love God more today, April 30th, 2022. First, John 4 verse 19, it says that we should love him because he first loved us. Nothing feels better than to love someone who loves you too. Talk truth. The second reason to love God more. John 3 17, God will never hurt you. He knows the pain that's in the world, the pain of sin, and he wants to save you and give you a life in heaven that is so good, your mind as it is now cannot accurately perceive all the things that he has in store for you. The third reason to love God more. 1 John 1 verse 9. 
He forgives you and cleanses you from all the wrongs you have done. And take this from another sinner, there's a weight that is lifted from you once you experience God's forgiveness. The fourth reason to love God more. Matthew 6, 31-33 He will always love, care, and provide for you. And if you just take the time to reflect on the past 10, probably 20 years of your life, you'll be able to recall numerous times that God showed up and showed that he cared for you. The fifth reason, but not the final reason, to love God more is from Deuteronomy 3 verse 22. The devil will from time to time send trouble and problems into your lives. And it might overwhelm you. But we have a God who fights for us. And that's the reason you're breathing and listening to my voice right now. Stop putting your love into things that will eventually break you. God loves you more than anything. Wouldn't it be good to return the favor? To trust what you say That you're good And your love is great I'm broken inside I give you my